So, today again we have spent our time wisely cultivating the wholesome states of mind. And an interesting thing happens over the course of the days of retreat like this. It's gradually, even though we hardly notice it, we get a little more a little further into the mind, a little more refined understanding of the mind. And it's only through the continuity of our intention and the continuity of our effort, the continuity of our awareness that this happens. And this is the the gradual process of awakening to the way things are and Uh, learning to uh, accept that this is the way it is. And all of our support for doing that is, of course, the taking the refuges and the precepts in the morning and sustaining those throughout the day and having this community of like-minded people uh, practicing to support us and having the uh, the seclusion of this place from our usual daily distractions and habits and responsibilities, but also the uh, the mental seclusion that comes from just keeping your mind on the Dharma, so that what comes into the mind throughout the day is only the Dharma. And what you practice and what you undertake in the day is only the Dharma. And all of the talking or listening that you do is only the Dharma. And having this singularity of content, cognitive content, really supports also the the deepening into the mind. So there's a lot of kind of unseen support for our practice here. But we shouldn't underestimate the the benefit of just being, trying to be aware, moment to moment, not struggling, not expecting anything, but just making the effort, being willing to just make the, the investment of our our self, our whole self. As one of my teachers said, you must be willing to invest everything in the Dhamma if you want to really taste the fruit of the practice. And so for this period of time, we can, we have more support for investing everything into the Dhamma. And again, as I've acknowledged in the past, it's not easy. While the practice may seem simple or sound simple, that's not easy to do. And it's not easy to do because the strength of the defilements and the uh, distractions of our mind are so strong. And yet, day by day, if we don't feed them, but we recognize them, then they get weaker and our uh, faith in the Dharma gets stronger. This is inevitable. 
So this is a good way to spend our time cultivating these wholesome states of mind, temporarily reducing the unwholesome states of mind. And waking up, waking up to this is the way it is in this human life. So thank you all for making your efforts today. It really is a wonderful thing to have uh, sincere and like-minded people uh, to practice with. If we had to do this alone, if we got the instructions somehow and just had to do this alone without the support of others, seeing others practice and knowing others are practicing and having the dialogues with others who practice, if we just had to do it alone, we wouldn't do it. It would be too hard, too lonely, too, too much doubt. So all of us are supporting each other in just being here and doing the practice. So thank you all very much for being willing to support my practice as I hope you recognize everyone else here is supporting our practice too. <clears throat> Anichawata Sankara Upadua Yadamino Upakitua Niruchanti Tesam Upasamo Suko All conditioned things, that means everything that we experience, is arising and passing away due to causes and conditions, mostly not under our immediate control. And they're impermanent. They rise, they pass away, they cease to be. And if we understand this deeply, really deeply from our own experience, then this is the key, the Buddha said, to the highest happiness, Nibbana, or the end of suffering, however you want to express that to yourself. This is the key to the highest happiness, which is peace. 